What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Friday, September 18th. Coaches Friday is back, baby. Got a very special edition of the podcast today. We're going to be joined by the Auburn baseball coach, Coach Butch Thompson. We'll be joining the show today to talk all things Auburn baseball and Auburn athletics. Very, very interesting, fun interview with Coach Thompson coming your way momentarily. But today is a big day for the podcast. Today, we officially launch the official home of The Mitch Davis Show. Go to themitchdavisshow.com, and that is going to be your one-stop shop for everything. I mean, the podcast, articles, YouTube videos, Facebook posts, Twitter posts, every little thing will be what just can be found there at themitchdavisshow.com. I am so excited. Uh, the website is a dream of mine that I have had uh, since I got in business like four years ago. always thought it'd be cool to have my own website. thought it would always be a fun and exciting time to, to be the founder of a website. And I was finally fortunate enough to do that. Um, my time at No Huddle Sports is over. But I do want to thank No Huddle Sports for the opportunity. Uh, I would not be where I am today without No Huddle Sports and Ryan McCormack for taking a uh, shot on me. It was a great, great time I had with them. and uh, A time that I will always cherish and the friendships that will last a lifetime uh, that I created there at No Huddle Sports. As far as the MitchDavisShow.com goes, I mean, this is going to be awesome, babe. We are going to cover every sport. If it's got a ball... If it's got a horse in it, we're going to be covering it. TheMitchDavisShow.com is going to be your one-stop shop for everything you could possibly ever dream of. No narrative, all positive news, absolutely no negativity or narrative-driven stuff. It's just going to be the facts and hard-hitting sports journalism the way that it should be. I'm your host, Mitch Davis, and also your founder of the MitchDavisShow.com. Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter at two places. Mitch Davis underscore eight is my personal account now. And now also the website now has a Twitter at Mitch Davis Show. That's going to be the Twitter for the podcast, for articles, and everything else. Of course, it'll get retweeted on my personal one as well. So be sure you go check out that. Facebook's the same, the Mitch Davis Show. Instagram, The Mitch Davis Show, and then also on TikTok, The Mitch Davis Show 12. You can always send me an email, Show at AOL.com, or you can comment on the website, TheMitchDavisShow.com. So be sure you head on over to the website and check out all the cool things and all the things that are going to be daily uh, updates on the website. It will be daily content, whether that's a quick YouTube video or a Facebook video or uh, articles or podcasts. It's going to be daily information there on the MitchDavisShow.com. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. Very special thank you to Coach Butch Thompson for coming on the podcast today. Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by S.Y. Wilson. They're located on historic Arlington, Tennessee, Depot Square. Be sure you head on over there to get all of your collegiate or outdoors needs, bait and tackle, everything you could ever dream of there at S.Y. Wilson in Arlington, Tennessee. They're on the historic Arlington, Tennessee, Depot Square. Without further ado, I would like to welcome Coach Butch Thompson to the podcast. And I know you guys 
will enjoy it. Even if you're not an Auburn fan, you will enjoy this great, awesome, informative interview with Coach Thompson. I am joined now by the Auburn baseball coach. Coach Butch Thompson, how are you doing today? Hey, you know, I'm not I'm not an Auburn man myself, but over the years and talking to Rob Brown, I have become a Auburn outside fan, and uh, I've been a big fan of yours for the last couple of years. Talk about the current state of your baseball program. You know, I think October the 22nd will be our fifth year here, so, uh, you know, we're this pandemic has probably allowed me, you, everybody in the free world to maybe stop and reflect for a moment, and, uh, you know, and things have slowed down a little bit, and it's amazing how we want things to speed back up and get back into a routine again, but, uh, you know, just reflecting back, I just, I'm always trying to find the, the thankfulness, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity. This is my 20th year in the SEC. I'm just, I've been thankful to be a part of it. You know, I, I, I say the War Eagle, but really, you know, I think everybody in the SEC, I've been at four different SEC stops. And there's just a lot of respect around the around the league for each other. And, uh, you know, there's great players on every team and, and uh, great fans, great followers, great commitment. And uh, I'm just thankful that Auburn has grown to a point of where I walked in the door and told our players it's going to be okay to the point of us, you know, running out on the field at TV Ameritrade Park competing in a College World Series. So much work to be done. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we still haven't done in our program, but, you know, three consecutive regionals, two super regionals, the College World Series appearance, uh, an abbreviated 2020 season, and I think all of our programs in our league, and really just college baseball and everybody in life just trying to, circle back around, this is where we're at, you know, let's start a new chapter and start looking forward instead of, you know, being caught in the moment and, you know, just take it one day at a time and, and let's get back to what we've, what we've been doing. Coach, you mentioned the College World Series, 2019 appearance for the Auburn Tigers. Um, how do you build off of that? You know, they, you guys were a pick to go to Omaha before the season was canceled. Um, how do you build off of that 2019 momentum heading into now 2021? Well, we still have a lot of players back, you know, off of the 2020 abbreviated season. We still have seven of our nine position players back. So uh, we got a bunch of starters back. Uh, we, we did lose first rounder in Tanner Burns, but we got a guy like Cody Greenhill that's been around for a while and Jack Owen that, you know, has under a three ERA his last hundred innings. So you got a couple of pieces that are back and then some new people step up. So I like our team. Uh, you're supposed to aim high and, you know what, if you're, if you're a team in our league, you better find a way to acclimatize you possibly can because <laughs> there's so many rosters so loaded. If you just start going around the league and listing teams and, and, and players on their team. So I, I, I think confidence is a must uh, to be successful in anything. And if you don't believe in yourself, it's going to be hard for the other guy in the other dugout to respect you. So, um, you know, we're, we're aiming as high as we possibly can and, believe in this ball club we just we need time you know with the uh, coronavirus and all the precautions and things that we should be doing uh, because of that you're like all right we can have a good team on paper but this fall is so important when we get out here october the 10th and go to thanksgiving for our fall practice you know people want to connect uh, teams 
you know, have to grow. We have to mesh our ball club and develop our team. We've got older players. we got 12, 13 new players that, that have to mesh and grow and become part of the team. And, you know, those are the things right now as a coach that I'm looking at. We're getting our arm work in. We're getting our swings in. We're running and getting in shape. To me, it's the team-building aspect that I, we've not gotten to the point where I'm comfortable with because I know it's so important to build the best team that you possibly can. Coach, talk a little bit about your recruiting. Uh, you guys have had excellent recruiting classes the last five years. Talk about what you say to those players in the in the living rooms and now with the coronavirus and recruiting is all weird and helter skelter. Talk about the recruiting right now. Yeah, it's like we tried to find a new way to recruit. Um, what I've liked about it is I feel like I know the player more and I know his family more because a lot of this recruiting has turned into Zoom and that type of interaction. But, you know, I think we're spending more time on that. And, you know, maybe people did a better job with that. I, of course, I'd ask for a coach. And, uh, yeah, we try to drill down. You're, you're, you're trying to get a great person. and Hopefully your own program has a sincere identity. And if your own program has a sincere identity, then basically you get who you are, not always who you want. You know, so you should be attracting a certain type of person if you have a real identity yourself. But um, getting to know somebody with gamesmanship or going off a video, and, and, and that's hard. There, there's some situations where you'd like to be live and watching somebody after he gets out, after he strikes out, how he just goes back to the dugout by his team down to the water fountain and takes the field for the next inning. Everything is not captured on video. We're not getting to see that we want to see. Uh, but we are getting to know people more. We're getting to see how a young man respects his parents when he's right there interacting with them in his communication skills. So, so we're we're still picking up on some, some good things. You know, the NCAA just extended where we cannot go back out on the road. Uh, and they extended the deadline to January 1 of 2021 so that's basically since this hit back in march to the end of the year so man this is about all type of challenges for recruiting and how can we keep it going you know we've had six consecutive years our program of a top 15 national recruiting class by one of the big three so we we have to continue to do that we got to keep attracting who we are but we're definitely we're, we're doing it different and we're taking commitment from you know, great players and families that we haven't seen play live as much as we have in the past. And we're trying to use new techniques that I think even when we get back to going down the road and recruiting, we'll still use some of these techniques so, because I've enjoyed how much I've gotten to know, know uh, these young people and their families. Coach, one more, one more question about the recruiting, um, the recruiting. What is your recruitment pitch to the young men? Um, I know Auburn sells itself. It's a beautiful campus. You know, not only basketball is good, football is good, but now baseball is one of the top in the SEC. Um, it pretty much sells itself. But what are some of the recruiting pitches you use to these young men? Yeah, I just think Auburn's well-rounded. I think it's well-positioned. Um, I think the backing's so good. I think you have a chance to not just play here for three or four years uh, and, and get a great degree, but you have a part. You have a chance to be part of something the rest of your life. And I think. Uh, uh, I think the alumni at Auburn has something to do with that. I think they've made it a special deal. And it, it's not just coming here for a little while. It's really a lifelong investment. And, and I think that's real. We talk about family all the time. And, you know, we're at, when we're at our best, uh, that 
that can be seen and felt and noticed for sure. You know, we're, we're working at a, you know, above a 27 average ACP of 25,000 students, which is pretty impressive to me. Um, so there's real value in an Auburn degree. And once you get out of school, you know, for three or four years, you're looking at, you know, about number three in the SEC, over $100,000 salary. Um, so there's some potential earning power of an Auburn degree, um, you know, playing the best amateur baseball <laughs> in the world, <laughs> being the Southeastern Conference, uh, uh, real ball players, uh, real pitchers, real hitters, uh, guys that have visions in their head of playing in the big leagues. The SEC is uh, sincerely attractive. So I think that's another big piece. Uh, bricks and mortars are part of it. I really like the real estate proposition at Auburn where you have Plankton Park and you know, there's a shadow cast, you know, a few hours a day of a football stadium right next to us, uh, academics, uh, you know, everything. We're right kind of centrally located. And we, we basically have like an Olympic village set up to where you practice at Plainsman Park. You stay in the dorm in right field. You can look out your window, you know, and look at the field. You cross the street to your wellness kitchen where you're eating. Next to that is where you work out. Right behind that is where your academic center is. So your whole world is like an Olympic village type setup, which is, you know, there's not many like the setup that we have. Um, I love the, where Auburn's located, you know, we're a little over three hours from the beach. Uh, you know, Birmingham, Montgomery is just above and beside. Uh, Atlanta's an hour and a half away. That airport, which connects to the whole world, is just all Interstate 85. Uh, I think those are other advantages that we have. Uh, but the biggest and the biggest and the biggest of every advantage that I believe we have that, that I want a player and his parents to know is our coaching staff, the people. And it's not just because Tim Hudson threw game seven of the World Series. Uh, it's not because Gabe Gross, you know, was a first-rounder out of here and played in the World Series himself. It's not just because Carl Nunnemaker was, you know, a player at Vanderbilt at 415 as a freshman. Uh, these are great husbands and fathers. These are men that love reproach and, I think they're great examples for young people. They have unbelievable experience. They can teach at a high level, but they're great people. And, um, you know, that's what concerns me about the drive-by recruiting. People just go by and they look at bricks and mortar and they make their decision when they're 14, 15, 16. It really takes a strong parents and, 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 and really a connection to helping their sons go through some of this stuff. Because at the end of the day, it's really the people that you run with, the people you connect with. Is going to have a huge influence on, on how fast you're going to be able to run and the things you're going to be able to do moving forward. Coach, I tell you what, uh, I, like I told you, I'm, I'm not a personal Auburn guy, but after talking to you and talking to all of the Auburn people, it has made me love Auburn, you know, as an outside uh, entity. Um, jumping over to your professional pro baseball players, you got three guys right now that are absolutely tearing it up. Garrett Cooper, Josh Donaldson, of course, Casey Mize. Uh, talk about your pipeline into the Major League Baseball. <laughs> you know, I've never spent a day in professional baseball. Just, and that's the reason why I wanted Tim Hudson here is because this guy is, you know, good 17 years. And, you know, I've coached pitchers. Uh, I've had Major League arms. Um, been successful. We've been to Omaha. We've done some things. But I just, every bit of development, I owe these guys that, that, that trust us to, to coach them. And somebody chooses to come to Auburn, and you know, Tim adds that piece of all this experience. 
you know, it would be, I guess it would have to be my pride to keep him from being here and being a part of our program when he wants to get back such a high level. And I don't even know if it's pro experience that I'm seeing with him connect with our guys. I think it's because he posts every day. I think he loves the game so much that, you know, he's one of those guys who are so, success, so successful that he doesn't have to do this. And he's here, and he brings his woodworking stuff, and he's working on the pen, and he's continually making things better, and he competes every day. And the guys are trying to keep up with him. Can you believe that? Yeah, 18 to 21 year old, and he is still so locked in. He can focus for a long period of time. But they're trying to keep up with him every day. It's impressive. I mean, when things open back up, the guys get an opportunity to come here and look at this stage of, of Tim, this coaching career now that he's doing. If you can just come watch him and see people try to keep up with him and see how focused he is, it, it inspires me every single day. But I just try to take guys where they're at at this stage of their life in college the last 30 years. And I don't know. I'm like a proud papa. You know, I coached Josh Donaldson. I assisted here in 2006, 7, and 8. Seeing that crazy guy <laughs> go from a college student to see him uh, being a big leader and the success that he's had. Jared Cooper, I was at Mississippi State when he was coming through and was definitely testing out that lineup. And, you know, if you had a chance to beat Auburn that night, you better figure out a way to take the thing out of Jared Cooper's swing if you wanted to do that. Um, and then Casey Mize has just uh, been a dream for us all, you know, and just how he handles himself, respects Auburn. Uh, always gives credit to his catcher and the guys playing behind him, but what a talent, you know, that uh, the, the command, I think, of uh, with Casey Mize, and that special authority over the baseball. And I think his last year here, he was like 114 strikeouts and 10 walks or something like that. And then that split finger to go with it, which is an, all this command with a, with a sincere wipeout split finger just, uh, you know, ascended him to being the first pick of the draft. And now I guess he's into his fifth or sixth start now as a, as a major leader just which is unreal to think about. Coach, I asked you this question last week. I've got a couple more questions for you. Talk about the Auburn effect. Talk about how you guys, the baseball team, feeds off of you know basketball, football, softball, and other great programs within the Auburn University um, uh, entity. Talk about how you guys feed off of each other and how you support each other. Yeah, everywhere I've been has done a great job with it, uh, but I think it's been to another level. It may be just because the people that are that, that are here at this time. But uh, you know, I, I think about Karen Hopp as our soccer coach, and uh, you know, they're going to be the first one of our programs to kick off and start this season. Um, here's a deep goal with soccer, but she's been here 20 plus years, and as of when I was here as an assistant, now I'm back as a head coach. You know, she just shows up at the doorstep like, whatever you need, I'm here to help you. And that relationship's invaluable to me. Um, Bruce Pearl, <laughs> this guy—I mean, nobody can even really write up a sentence to describe Bruce. He's all those things, and so much energy, and, and just is probably the biggest influencer that we have in our athletic department right now. Um, and he just brings such positive energy. But, you know, we're, we're finishing a development center here in baseball, just beyond right field that'll open up in December. And, uh, you know, he helped me fundraise for that. Bruce Pearl is the basketball coach at Auburn. Um, Gus Malzahn and 
you know, John Samuel Shanker is tight ends also our first baseman, you know, and, and how he's working with us to help that happen. And I know it happens at other places, and I, you know, I applaud every one of those. It just it feels a little bit like a throwback to me right now. How everybody is helping everybody. That's what I remember when I was in junior college. That's what I uh, remember when I was at Birmingham Southern and NAI baseball. Uh, for me to feel that again all these years later after stepping in the SEC, and I feel like our coaches are connecting in a way and, and trying to help each other in a way, uh, it's refreshing. And it's really, for me personally, a throwback, and, and everybody feels like they're in this together. And, you know, the sum total is that you have a lot of sports doing very, very well, and I'm leaving a ton of coaches out. Uh, Greg Williams with the question. I went fishing with him about six weeks ago because I just want to be around him. I mean, he's got six national championships, and I'm I'm chasing one. You know, I just want to. I want to. I don't want him to hook me or anything, but I want I want some of that. You know, that, those vibes to 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 roll off on you, uh, rub off on you that you can pass on. There's so many people and so many resources, so many successful and caring people right here in this community that we all need to tap into our resources. Sometimes we we look way over the horizon or way down the road to see. You know, to find answers when, you know, we, all of us, no matter where we're at, uh, we have some amazing resources right to your left and to your right or front or back if we'll just, you know, apply some awareness and, and connect. Coach, I've got two fun questions for you, and then I've got one question that I know uh, not only the Auburn fan base and, and yourself, but also my fan base will enjoy. Coach, after a big win, what do you like to do? I know coaches are always – you know, maybe they're not in the most public eye. You know, well, they are, but they don't – their private lives aren't. What do you like to do after a big win? Oh, I, I just – you know, I'm thankful. You know, I'm the coach, and I, here's one thing i got to do better going through the pandemic. It's like when you win, if you're an SEC coach, when you win, it's like, whew, thank goodness. <laughs> and, and when you lose, it's like, uh, all right, I hope I'm, you know, you're trying to avoid catastrophe, you know. <laughs> I, I just, it's human nature, I think. Uh, I'm thankful either way, you know, but uh, the wins, I wish I enjoyed a little bit more. Uh, I like, the biggest kick I get out of winning is being able to come in and just, you know, apply some confidence to somebody that just helped us win. So if one of our players just was three for four or a pitcher who had a quality start, Every time I can stand there and build them up after a win, I think they get to bank that. You know, I think they get to build off of that. And confidence is built in there. Maybe not a better player. Maybe they don't play in the big league. But, you know, there's something in there that's going to help them be better moving forward, whatever their hand's trying to do. Um, I like that. And then Coach John, my staff, he's, he's been with me over a decade now. You know, we usually have a spread and, the one thing he does for me when the players are over there eating a, eating a good meal after a win, and, you know, it always just tastes a little bit better, but he'll have it set up on my on my desk here in the office. So uh, I guess he treats me a little special that way, and, and what a great friend and, and human he is for, to me and for the program. But that meal after a win and after being able to pump a couple of our players up and just sit here, I know it's a little thing, but my goodness, I think the little things are what's so special. My deal is just trying to get my head wrapped around, getting right back on track after a, a gut-wrenching loss, you know, so 
I, I want I want somebody that brought their family, their wife and their three kids from Mobile or Birmingham or Huntsville, uh, Atlanta, wherever they come from, they made a commitment. They spent their money and they sat there for three and a half hours. Our players that I watch work all week and never have much time in between these ball games. I've seen them prepare and to see them not have success. I just believe it always falls squarely on my shoulders, and I feel the responsibility of that family that invested for them not having that perfect yeah. day, and and for these players not getting what they want out of it. And you know, I'll probably sit around for a few minutes, and I'm going, like, you know, that's life. You know, I used to say that's not fair. That's not fair. When I was a kid growing up, and my dad would be like, "Well, be quiet." <laughs> the fair comes once a year to Tupelo in September. And, you know, life's not going to be fair. And we, we learn from our failures and our adversity. And we keep growing and we keep fighting. But but, uh, but losses is something that, uh, you know, I, I don't know what other coaches would say, but it's just it's kind of personal. Coach, when you're not on the baseball field, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I've changed. I went so much to where I just, I just, I love baseball. You know, I, I'm from that Amory, Aberdeen, Mississippi yeah. area where there's there's not much. There's a lot of trees <laughs> and there's some lakes. And, you know, I really didn't fish growing up. I really didn't hunt. And I'm the only one. I just had my mind crafted around baseball. Um, and then, you know, I think I'll be 50 here in December. So about 45, just a few years ago, you know, my midlife crisis, instead of going to buy a Corvette, you know, I bought a little land and, you know, now I've got a fishing boat. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to catch up on some of those things that I, I did nothing. Uh, I'd say a good book. Um, hang out with my girls. You know, I have three beautiful daughters. One will graduate here, Anna, in December from Auburn. Next spring, Olivia will graduate, and Anna will be a teacher. Olivia will get ready for law school. And then Madeline is my ball player now. She's a soccer player, so she's in 10th grade at Auburn High School. That's how I'm getting my sports fix with her. We do travel soccer is no different than all this travel baseball that these young people are doing. So I enjoy watching strike one, strike two, and strike three do their thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm at a stage in life now where I'm starting to, Robbie and I are starting to enjoy the lake a little bit. Uh, we got a quarantine puppy, believe it or not. So, uh, we're hanging out with that, trying to learn a little fishing, and uh, you know, trying to catch up on some things I didn't do as a child that I should have. Uh, I'm just doing a little bit later in line. Coach, one more question for you, then I'll let you go. What does Auburn mean to you? And, that's a neat one, because, you know, I was an assistant for 23 years. I can't believe you asked that question. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I mean, when somebody believes in you, it means a lot. Um, this is an opportunity to where you know, I enjoyed coaching pitchers in the SEC so much. He was a pitcher coach at Birmingham Southern and Georgia and Auburn and, and Mississippi State. I, I love that so much and was so blessed. And I didn't want to leave that caliber of player or the fit with man. You know, there was a couple opportunities that we just didn't feel good about. There was a couple opportunities that, uh, you know, we didn't get from a mid-major standpoint. So we just decided that, man, we just – you know, we're comfortable being a pitching coach. We had a great life. We're uh, blessed well around great people and great schools. So, um, always wanted to be a head coach. And 
I think for the longest, I just dreamed of being a, a head coach in the SEC, but didn't see how that was going to, to round out or come into focus. And then, um, you know, I'd interviewed at Auburn before for the head job one time before. Uh, didn't get it. And kind of that perseverance, I guess, starts showing up. And so when Auburn made me the head coach there in October 2015, it's like, uh, they made me feel like they believed in me. And, you know, there's probably been opportunities in this, you know, it's almost five years now, there's been opportunities to go to the other coach in the SEC somewhere else. But them showing that belief in me and everybody being so good and fair to me from our administration, our presidents, our athletic directors and the coaches that I'm with and the players that, that believed in us, um, you know, we, we've really committed to make this home. And, you know, we feel good about it. We think it's the right thing to do. But, uh, you know, it's one of those deals that's kind of corny we say around here, but, you know, you, you believe in Auburn. But, uh, you know, Auburn did it for me first, and I'm forever grateful for that. And I'm trying to show that respect each and every day. You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show, a very special podcast today, as I was joined by the head baseball coach at Auburn University, Butch Thompson. Coach Thompson joined the podcast today to talk all things Auburn baseball and all things Auburn athletics department as well. It was a very fun interview, and I thank Coach Thompson for taking the time today on this Coach's Friday to come on the podcast today to talk about his Tigers and what to expect out of the upcoming season uh, out of the Auburn baseball team. I've been your host, Mitch Davis. Be sure you head on over to S.Y. Wilson this weekend. Telling them Mitch Davis sent you. They got all your outdoors needs, your collegiate needs. They are located on the historic Arlington, Tennessee Depot Square. Be sure you go there and tell them that Mitch Davis sent you, and they'll hook you right up with anything that you could possibly dream of. And also, a very, very special day today as we launch the brand new official home of the Mitch Davis Show themitchdavisshow.com, so be sure you head on over to the website to check out the podcasts and articles and YouTube links and all these other great things that are going to be on there on the website for the foreseeable future. I'm really excited about the opportunity. It should be a really, really fun um, thing that we've launched today. I hope you, the fans, will enjoy it. I hope I know you guys will. A lot of great content coming your way over the next several months, years, however long. Um, always want to be a, a fan webpage for the fans, an honest and open sports information website, and a lot of national narrative and there a lot of negativity going on in the world. Uh, the MitchDavisShow.com is your home for just absolute positive sports information, daily content for you, the sports fans, whether that's going to be an article form or podcast form or YouTube or Facebook, Twitter. There's always going to be some kind of sports content daily on the MitchDavisShow.com. Be sure you follow all the rest of the social media, MitchDavis underscore 8 on Twitter. Also, we've got a new Twitter, at MitchDavisShow. That's going to be the official home for the website on Twitter, so MitchDavisShow on Twitter. Also got the Facebook page, The Mitch Davis Show. Instagram and TikTok, The Mitch Davis Show. You can also send me an email, The Mitch Davis Show at AOL.com. You have been listening to another episode of Coaches Friday 
with Mitch Davis as I interviewed head Auburn baseball coach, Coach Butch Thompson today. I hope you enjoyed the interview, and I will see you guys on the next podcast. Have a great weekend. Be safe. And my prayers go out to the Gulf Coast region as they try to rebuild after Hurricane Sally came through.